When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joining us now, though, on what has been an extremely crazy week of American sports in the lead-up to the Super Bowl, which happens Monday our time, is the host of their flagship program, that is SportsCenter. Um, let's get to John Anderson now. John, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. How's everybody down there? Oh, we're good. I don't know where to start with you. I might start with LeBron James if I can, because during the week he broke an unbelievable record. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring title in the NBA went down. Um, what's the reaction been like since? Well, people are. I, I find that people with records that are that old uh, get generationally defensive in what's happening. Um, so there are a lot of folks that will point out that LeBron got to shoot a three-pointer and Kareem didn't. Uh, I would point out that I don't know that Kareem would have taken a three-pointer beyond, you know, four in his entire career had he had the line. Uh, I just think what's amazing is as great as LeBron James is, people people tend to focus here on his longevity and his all-around game because he is not a great scoring, as he's pointed out many times, is not his biggest thing. He's only won one scoring title where Michael Jordan had, I believe, nine or ten. Wilt Chamberlain had six or seven. Kareem at least had a couple. Um, so I think people, they're, they're hailing the accomplishment, but they're really kind of pointing out in a wider circle that the guy is going to finish up in the top three and assists all time. He's in the top ten in steals, and that he's just really is this all-around great player who happens to, you know, score 26 points a night and managed to get to, to 30 plus thousand points in the all time scoring record. So uh, he's not short on accolades, but I think it's, it's, it's brought about a lot of people who for the scoring being the main thing have brought that out to discuss what a great all around player he has been for the 20 years that he's been in the league. I heard someone say it might've been Bill Simmons during the week that no athlete has lived up to the hype as well as LeBron, like from the age of 15, 16, front page of Sports Illustrated, you know, the chosen one, all of that, and he's actually delivered on that hype. Would you agree with that? I think it's amazing. Not only has he done it, um, uh, delivered against those kind of expectations, and, and I would think largely exceeded. Uh, the other thing I find amazing about him that's not talked about a ton but should be is you never see – a misstep from the guy. He's mm-hmm. never the guy that, oh, I accidentally carried a gun through the airport. Oh, I'm a guy that caused the ruckus at a nightclub in Vegas. He is, you know, he, he, he has largely, uh, the people, the one criticism people would have about him would be, well, he didn't handle the decision well when he went from Cleveland to Miami. And maybe that wasn't the best way to do it, but he still in that was raised like $6 million for the Boys and Girls Clubs of America to help underserved youth and that's as close as he's had the nearest he's had to a whiff of controversy so in addition to delivering all these promises this is a kid who came into the league at 18 right mm-hmm. who, who are we at 18 why do you think they invite, invented the lanyard 
around your neck so that you wouldn't lose your keys in college when you're 18. And this guy has managed to go through with that kind of money and that kind of fame and that kind of expectation professionally, but has avoided all, so it would appear, all the pitfalls that have taken out so many other athletes over the, over the countless decades. Well said. Just before my co-host David King asked you about the Super Bowl, just just one on on the NBA trade deadline, which has just come to a close, and massive story with Kevin Durant being traded from Brooklyn to Phoenix. Uh, tell us about that. Well, first off, my son and I, because uh, we live very close, he was home from ho- uh, on holiday from from university, and we managed to go down and watch the Milwaukee Bucks, which is my team because I grew up in Wisconsin and watched the Bucks play the Brooklyn Nets. And Kyrie and KD played in the game. We're like, hey, at least we got to see them in uniform mm. once, mm. Uh, which was a rare, rare thing. Uh, the, the Kyrie thing, everyone saw coming. Maybe not the destination. Uh, uh, you know, I think some people thought they really would pull that off with the Lakers. The KD one is surprising that um, it came so quickly there were some discussions on if he would stick around and maybe get to the end of the season, uh, that it came so quickly and that Phoenix was able to muster up and have enough assets to get him. When you look at what they paid for him, which is a couple of starters and four draft picks, it's basically what the Utah Jazz got in return from Minnesota for Rudy Gobert, who's a fine player. But if, if I said, here's the same amount of package, here's the same package to trade, would you rather have Kevin Durant or Rudy Gobert? I don't know that there would be that many people that take Rudy. God bless him. Uh, so I, that it came, and it came late last night as the deadline was, I mean, right up against the deadline. Um, uh, shocked a lot of people to the point that same son of mine called me at 2 in the morning and said, Dad, first off, I'm okay. But did you see what the Suns did getting KD? <laughs> so uh, it, it, it was a bit of a, 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 a shocker that it came uh, that quickly and then just, even though they got good players back uh, to some degree, they're not the same caliber players in Brooklyn. And so that is now just a smoldering dumpster fire of a place that uh, not more than what, two years ago, everybody was like, this is the group, man. They got the three guys with Harden and look out. They're going to tear everybody up. And instead they had to tear it all down. John, I think you've been spoiled for choice on ESPN this week. The, the stories in America at the moment are just coming thick and fast from everywhere. But I want to talk about the Super Bowl because legacies are so big in the US you know, regarding the players' careers, where they rank you know, in terms of titles mm-hmm. or just, just overall rankings. Mahomes is the talking point at the moment. And a lot of people are saying down here that it's almost as simple as Mahomes versus the Eagles. Is, is that how you're seeing it? Uh, I think that's the easiest way to couch it. Um, I think there's getting a lot of play here in the country from the other side as well for uh, Jalen Hurts, and that it is the first matchup ever of two African-American quarterbacks, so that's sort of significant, certainly in kind of the climate that the states have been in here over the last two and a half, three years, that that marks something significant. Um, I think in regarding the quarterbacks actually are never on the field against each other. Yes, it's easy to cast it like that for Mahomes. Uh, a second Super Bowl certainly puts him in rare company, especially at this young age. Uh, I'm with you in that I think sometimes we obsess a bit too much about legacy in the immediate because I, I think we think of legacy. Legacy is a long term, right? What do we think of Joe Montana? What do we think of Johnny Unitas? What do we think of Bart Starr? 
Joe Montana, these people as you get away from them. And yet we try to define these legacies Sunday if he wins after 20 minutes after he won a second one. Mm-hmm. And so we try to, to define them in the moment when they're really best judged 20 years from now. And I think that makes it a, a, a really hard case. Uh, but I do think that he is the one guy. I think if, I, I think if Jalen Hurts plays his best game, don't know that that necessarily means the Eagles win. Other things have to happen. I think if Patrick Mahomes plays his best game, then yes, the Chiefs win. He can he can do that individually. Pretty good summary from you, and a terrific summary of what's been a busy week in America. John, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to chat to you. Thanks. I appreciate the time. Always good to hear from you. Uh, enjoy. And now the game occurs on Monday, where you guys are. Correct? Mm, yes. Kind of Super Bowl right. Monday. Correct. Monday morning. Take the yeah. day off, John. Good on you, John. John Anderson from ESPN there. Fascinating chat. So the Super Bowl coverage on SEM with Jared Waitley live from Arizona, 9 a.m. Monday morning, straight after SEN breakfast with Sammy Edmund.